This week, we have another full slate of games to look forward to. Luckily for us, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, has us covered with so many different ways to get in on the action. DraftKings Sportsbook is based right here in the U.S., not offshore, so you know your funds are safe and secure. Plus, they have new odds, boosts, and promotions on your favorite sports every day. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet from wherever, whenever, you don't even have to leave your house. And for those where sports betting is not yet available, head to the DraftKings app and check out all of their daily fantasy contests. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SI when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's code SI to get your sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. What's happening, people? This is the SI Gambling Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Ben Heisler in, Frankie Tadeo in, Corey Parson, the fantasy exec, is out for today, but we found a perfect guy to bring in for this week. He's been on the podcast before. He's told some incredible stories. Uh, one of the sharpest people in Vegas, he is Dave Sherapan, the sportsbook consigliere. He's also the host of Gaming Today's Cash Considerations podcast. You can check that out by going and visiting him on Twitter at Sportsbook Consigliere. So Frankie, Dave, what's going on, fellas? Happy Friday. Frankie, you go first. Yeah, man, how you doing, guys? Yeah, it's a you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's, if you want me to go first, it's it's tough. You know, I, I know that Dave and I can both talk. Uh, so, you know, it, it's interesting that Dave actually gave me the floor first, but I'm doing well. I would be doing a little bit better if uh, the Dodgers didn't lay a, a complete egg last night. Um, so it's going to be difficult now to come back from, you know, three games to one. But if any team can, uh, the Dodgers have shown that they are a strong team uh, right now. But uh, the way that those bats are right now for the the Atlanta Braves, it's going to be a difficult endeavor. So I'm actually looking forward to the football weekend as opposed to a baseball wager that looks like even at tremendous plus odds does not look like it's going to come through. Dave, I know that uh, you were hoping for one Le'Veon Bell to end up in Chicago as a Bears fan myself. I was certainly hoping for the same. Uh, but regardless, man, we're heading into week six of the NFL. Things are clicking for you as always. How you doing? Man, I'm great. Just enjoying whatever it is. Uh, tail end of 2020 in sports and you know the nba's wrapped up the stanley cup is wrapped up baseball is coming down to it like frankie said um but yeah man football gets to take center stage by itself for the first time and i was rooting for Le'Veon bell to go to the bears just because the bears are fun to talk about you chicago bear fans are unbelievable they're good you complain when they're bad you complain yep. and i think you complain right. more when they're good they're four and one and they got a quarterback that won the super bowl which you can't really say in chicago since jim mcmahon that's right and you're just complaining so i wanted him to go not to mess them up but i just really thought that if Le'Veon bell would have gone to chicago it would have just added and given us more stuff to talk about 
I think that's perfectly reasonable. I, I thought he was definitely in the mix once he became the favorite on the board at 4-1. to one. It made sense, right? David Montgomery is kind of a similar type of back, somebody that is tough to bring down, uh, a really good pass-catching running back. Uh, it just doesn't have that sort of elite-level burst that Le'Veon might have had in his early days. But the fact is, he ended up in Kansas City, Frankie, at 14-1 to one odds. I was all over that, and unfortunately, I wasn't able to pull the trigger on it anywhere. Uh, but sure enough, your guy, Le'Veon Bell, the man that was ruined by that of Adam Gase, has now ended up in Kansas City. He's chasing after rings, Frankie, and I know that you're on board with the move. Yeah, no, unfortunately, I have to give a little bit of ribbing to my guy, Dave, because, you know, as we know, uh, Ben, you alluded to that 14 to 1 price. I, we, we could never get down on anything like that here in Vegas as uh, Vegas odds makers never want to give us any of those kind of juicy props here in town. So we can't even find ones like that. But I really wish I could have because I would have hammered it myself. I, I, and when I say hammer, I would have hammered it because there, this is no, there is no better fit right now than Le'Veon Bell going there. He's going to have the opportunity to play for, obviously, you know, with the best quarterback in all of football, with one of the best coaches in the NFL right now who knows how to scheme and use his, and his running backs and utilize them in a fashion where he's going to probably return to being top five, top ten overall on a weekly basis from a fantasy perspective. Le'Veon Bell is going to, you know, we know that there was the triplets in Dallas with uh, Aikman, Irvin, and Emmett Smith. And, you know, I don't know, is there maybe even quintuplets here with Clyde, Ted, you know, Edwards, Hilaire, and, and Mahomes, and Bell, and, and Tyree Kill, and Travis Kelsey. The fit here right now is absolutely fantastic. The knock that, that Le'Veon Bell has lost his step or doesn't seem like he has a burst, none of us would be able to have a burst. You could put a, a young Barry Sanders or a young Emmett Smith or a young Walter Payton behind that you know New York Jets offensive line over the past 18 games that Le'Veon Bell had to play behind. Playing behind a, cl- a coach that looks like you know he actually is more clueless than if Joe Walton and Rich Kotite had an offspring and they created a son. <laughs> It, it wouldn't even be as bad as Adam Gase. This guy is an absolute uh, – uh, I have no idea. I can't even say it. I want to keep it clean for the kids at home right now. But to be honest, this guy is like he's a cash cow. Leave Adam Gase alone. I am on the keep Gase intact train. We already know we lost Bill O'Brien. We lost Dan Quinn. I don't want to lose Adam Gase. The guy's fantastic. Leave him over there. Let them continue to swallow the baby powder or whatever they're doing with the Johnson brothers because they, to, for them to actually say the words that Adam Gase has an offensive mind and he's a genius of an offensive mind. And, you know, the, I don't know where that mind is being wasted because it, 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 it obviously is not like a beautiful mind. Um, if it is, it, it's a mind that chases tacos or whatever those memes are that we see everywhere. But that guy is as clueless as it comes. Le'Veon, on behalf of all Jet fans, I apologize. You got a raw deal. Now go not only get your paper from, you know, getting still getting paid from the New York Jets, but go and get that ring and go and show everyone that, like I have always said, he is the best back that was playing in New York City. But the problem is, is that he was playing for arguably the worst coach and the worst team and the worst franchise, you know, and I don't know, in person, you know, obviously among the football teams, but we already know that the Knicks, they're a laughing stock. Uh, the Mets, they can't get out of their own way. Uh, may, maybe the Mets owner can come and buy the Jets. I don't know. But, you know, ben, uh, ben, it, let's see what is, you do. Is, is Frankie breathing right now? I don't know. This is a, this is unbelievable. <laughs> I can't even believe if you're listening to this podcast. I don't know how long that was, but Frankie, take a breath. Breathing is good. Breathing, breathing is optional. Why do you need breathing? <laughs> oh my goodness. 
I've had times in my life where I haven't experienced no breathing, you know. So I, I, I oh. if I was able to make it through that, I can make it through this. This is an <laughs> this is a this is a layup. This is a toss up. Le'Veon Bell, home run. Watch watch him put up the numbers that he's going to put up in this offense. And if you get the opportunity, guys, get down on the Chiefs right now, plus money to win another Super Bowl. All right. All right. So, Dave, there, there's a lot to respond to, obviously, with Frankie giving an opportunity to go ahead and pump some oxygen back into his lungs. We'll give him a minute here. Uh, and also, by the way, Frank, thank you, Frankie, for uh, making sure that that all you kids that are listening to the SI Gambling podcast, you know, make sure you ask mommy and daddy for an extra 10 bucks to go ahead and get your futures bets ready uh, ahead of the upcoming Super Bowl. So, yeah, appreciate all the kids that are listening and joining us here today. But but Dave, he brings up, he brings up a, a couple interesting points uh, in the sense that he he sees Le'Veon as an integral part of what the Chiefs are going to do on offense. Um, I don't know if I'm necessarily that sure. I, I think he's a terrific complement to how they envision using Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I think he's a fantastic mentor in that room, but there is a lot of mileage on Le'Veon Bell, and the results weren't particularly impressive with the Jets. And yes, you can make the argument that that was Adam Gase's fault, that they never put him in a position to succeed. I just don't know if he's going to be this new difference maker for an offense that probably didn't need him to already be a Super Bowl favorite. Uh, what's your perspective now on Bell joining Kansas City and ultimately what you think it means for for maybe the Chiefs in their futures market right now, plus 400 at DraftKings Sportsbook to win the Super Bowl? Well, I can tell you this, Ben. The price before Le'Veon Bell signed with the Chiefs was plus 400. The price after he signed with the Chiefs Plus four hundred. There you go. I don't. I don't think it's going to be that big of an impact at all. I, I'm, and again, I'm a Steeler fan. Uh, I'm, I'm from Pittsburgh, and I pay very close attention to the Steelers. And you know, a little bit of bias, yes. But at the same time, I've been in this business long enough to remove that bias as far as numbers. I've watched Le'Veon Bell. I don't think he's been productive since the day he held out um, his last year in Pittsburgh. I didn't think he had any production. In New York, whether it's Gase's fault or his fault, I don't know how much he adds to the locker room. He seems like a selfish guy to me. Um, and, I, I, I mean, you would hope that he goes to Andy Reid and buys in and is productive. Um, I don't well, think he's going to make an immediate – I don't think Dave, he's going to make Dave, an immediate you impact. Bitter. You sound bitter. No, buddy. not at all. No, 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 no. <laughs> listen, bitter. listen, Mike Tomlin's got to be – he's got to jump to Hall of Fame status coaching. He had Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell as part of the three Bs with Ben Roethlisberger and took those teams to championships and never got credit. And I was one of the people who was saying it. How can you not win AFC championships with all this talent? Well, he was juggling some of the most ridiculous things probably in that locker room. Please tell me you're not putting Le'Veon Bell in the same category as a guy who's lost his mind. No, I don't think he's lost his mind, but I don't think he's a team Antonio, guy. No, I'm saying Antonio Brown has lost his mind. Oh, Antonio Brown has lost his mind. No, I there's mean, nobody. There's nobody on that level. There's nobody I mean, on that level. I, I, I just Come don't on. want you to. I just want to make sure everyone knows that Dave is not sounding like a bitter Steelers fan. You know <laughs> that they don't. Have, that he doesn't have Levy on there anymore because that guy put up prolific numbers for your team. I think the Chiefs are the best team in football. I said that before. I still believe that. I, me, I think they added you, to it. Do you, do you think that Le'Veon deserved to be paid when he was a member of the Steelers? Do you think he should have gotten his money? Oh, he, well, again, I would have taken the money and 
stayed in a good organization. I don't. I mean, if he could have traded the last two years of his life for the money, I don't know if he would or not. But I, I don't think going to the Jets was worth it. Whatever he got paid. No, I agree. But I'm just saying, I see guys like Dak Prescott and that horrific injury, oh. and, he, and, and he and he didn't get paid. It makes me think about guys oh, like Le'Veon Bell right. that held out for a whole year. And you want to know something? He was right to hold out because if he would have suffered that injury and played on a limited contract, you know, for or a one-year contract and not for the money that he got eventually from the New York Jets, then what if he was facing an injury like perhaps Dak Prescott uh, Mm -hmm. uh, is now going through, which is horrific. It's two different kinds of positions, guys. We both know at the running back position, who knows if if Le'Veon would ever have been able to come back as opposed to Dak hopefully will be able to come back because the quarterback position is a little bit different and he doesn't have to use his legs as much. We know that Dak does have, you know, has scrambling ability, but mostly his talent is based on upon his arm the levy on is all based upon his legs so if he was able to face face that so i actually think that levy was correct in holding out because we see injuries like leon washington years ago to the jets you know as well as you know uh dak prescott on a on a biggest on a larger scale you know these guys deserve their money because the nfl is a brutal sport no question i i, I agree 100 percent. i'm always in favor of the players getting their money i mean the, the, their careers can end literally on every single play when the owner just gets someone else and, you know, <laughs> they're they're in the lineup. So I agree with you 100%. The players got to get their money. Um, that's a whole different issue, a uh, whole different, you know, subject to talk about. But, yes, I agree. Um, they should get paid. I, <laughs> It's going to benefit Le'Veon right now. Um, I would make it not even money, a slight favorite that he's with the Chiefs by the end of the year. I'll just I'll, – I'll, I'll put that out there. I don't think it's a shoe-in. I don't think it's an easy fit where he just walks in and, you know, they they can make their reservations for Tampa. I don't know. I mean, I saw James Harrison get signed by the Patriots because um, he was going to play. I'm not putting James Harrison and Le'Veon Bell on the same thing, but these teams like to get guys who know stuff about their opponents. He's going to use them for what he can. Hopefully he's going to give them the ball and he's going to be successful. But don't be surprised if he's not a chief by the end of the year. Dave, let me just give you this real quick. Le'Veon Bell obviously has to sit out due to COVID-19 restrictions. His first game action, ironically, could be facing Adam Gase in the New York Jets. Give me over, <laughs> give me over under on the amount of times that Le'Veon Bell finds the end zone in that game. <laughs> That's a good one, actually. Um, I like that angle. We'll probably have the Chiefs. Is it in Kansas City? My God, it'll be 17 and a half will be the line. Yeah, well, that, lay the wood. I believe, and I'd I'd have to double-check the schedule as to whether or not that game is in the Meadowlands. No, it is at Arrowhead. It's at Arrowhead Stadium uh, on the 1st of November. So uh, go ahead and get your your Halloween celebrations out of the way the night before when Kansas City welcomes Le'Veon Bell. It'll be be like a different Halloween costume with somebody showing up with Le'Veon Bell in a Jets jersey uh, over at Arrowhead. So I'm I'm looking forward to that as well. I, I, I need... I need Dave's pink slip to his cars. Um, we we got to make sure that we he, we pay off all three girls' college tuitions in one fell swoop. Ooh. All right. We can do that. And and by the way, I, if you're actually trying to figure out whether or not the, the total number of touchdowns set, like it, it starts at one and a half, right? Like we, we have to start there. Uh, yeah, I would think so. Um, well, it depends. It, it, because you, don't know, you know he's getting you one. Won't, you won't have any tape. You would think he's getting one. Yes, uh, you would think he's getting one. It, the, 
I mean, the number on him to score, the yes, no, it'll be close to pick him whether he's going to score or not because you don't know if he's going to be a part of the offense. Right. I think um, Mahomes, I think Mahomes would force feed him the ball just to like try to like give it, give it to him. I really do. If they get inside the five, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't try to find him. You know, lining him up up wide. You know, put him in a slot somehow, some way. He's going to abuse the Jets. He is going to find the end zone. I want that prop all day long as, as well as I want the opportunity to bet the Chiefs in that game because I think they will. I, Dave, <laughs> Dave, I actually think you know you saying seventeen and a half. I think it might be low. If the Jets lose by, if the Jets, let me ask you this: If the Jets lose by what I believe they're going to lose by more than more than 17 plus points this week to the Miami Dolphins, you do you think that there's no chance that maybe this line opens at 20 and a half? No, I think it could. I, I very well think it could. If the Jets get blown out again this week against the Dolphins, and then they go, they they play Buffalo at home, and you know, the advanced numbers for that is, is around 10. Buffalo laying 10 on the road at the Jets. The Chiefs at home, it's, it's at least 17 and a half. And would I be surprised to see 20? Absolutely not. Isn't that remarkable? Like, even in the state of COVID, even in the state of just a wacky and wild NFL season, the Jets could come into Arrowhead in a couple weeks and be 20-point dogs on the road. Just, well, <laughs> the, the NFL sometimes just writes the jokes themselves. All right, so... This actually transitions well, guys, because I wanted to go through a couple different plays that all of us are going to be on heading into the course of the weekend. And I'll start with my pick, which is the Sunday night game. Frankie and I just did a video a little bit earlier today, Dave, uh, over for SI Gambling. And for the third consecutive week, for whatever reason, uh, I've gravitated to that Sunday night hammer. Uh, and I like another underdog in this game, and that's the 49ers. I know they got blitzed and bombarded, uh, and they got flat-out hoodwinked by the Miami Dolphins last week. Uh, they're not going to do that again. I know that injuries are a serious issue for them. The line currently at DraftKings Sportsbook is plus three for the 49ers, and this was after this line opened up initially at minus three for San Francisco. So we've seen the line move drastically in favor of the Rams, who are 4-1 and one on the season. I like the live dog here guys and I think the fact that Jimmy Garoppolo will have an actual week to get healthy the fact that the Rams rank 23rd against the run is a bit of a concern for them considering that that's what the 49ers do best George Kittle seems as motivated as I've ever seen him so I, I think the 49ers here I think it's a bit of an overreaction to what we saw last week where do you stand on the Rams and the 49ers in the Sunday night game Frankie I'll start with you uh for me, I actually believe that you could be on the right side here. I think that line was a, a you know, I wrote about this uh, on SI Gambling on Wednesday. I think this is probably the overreaction line of the of the entire week right now, as we know, and, and Dave can expand upon, you know, when it comes to NFL odds making, a lot of it has to do with optics. And it's what have you done for me lately, as right. well as, you know, what's the public perception? And like you said, you're going to be looking at a game that's going to be highlighted because we know that all betters, you know, if they did lose or whether they, even if they won, one, they're going to be either looking to unload and double up or triple up on the Sunday night game, or they're going to be looking to chase their uh, down funds uh, on that Sunday night game as well. And most of the times they usually look to hammer the favorite team. And we've seen in the past couple of weeks how well that's really gone up to see. As you know, you can look at the 49ers against the uh, Eagles in that spot where that line moved tremendously. And then the Eagles come and shock everyone and not only win against the number, but win straight up. So I think that you're absolutely 100% right on. I think the uh, 49ers. 49ers could be a very well alive dog here on Sunday night. What do you think, Dave? Do you think the 49ers is the right side here? 
I do actually. I agree with everything you guys just said. Um, this is the this is the Niners season. I mean, they're two and three. It's a division game. They can't really go two and four and be that far behind to make the playoffs. Everything else, um, the books are going to need the Niners huge. This is going to be one of those games that uh, everybody remembers what you did last, and the Niners didn't didn't do anything good last. And that's what that's what everybody's going to remember. The injuries are still a question mark. Um, the Rams laying points on the road. Again, I don't know if it's justified. So I think you may be on to something. I think you're on the side that the books are going to need majority-wise. Um, and I, I, I see it being a game like the total. And again, the NFL totals have been adjusted. You're seeing a lot more games in the 50s. But this one might be one of those old-school tight Niner games that they win uh, more defensively than offensively. Yeah, you brought up the fact that the totals continue to just be skyrocketing in the NFL. We saw the totals, I think, in the early slate, guys, actually go under uh, at a 6-2 and two clip, and then all of a sudden all the overs started hitting pretty much the rest of the way. But I, I think in the Sunday night game especially, I'm with you, Dave, I think the under is very much in play for that matchup, even with the 49ers defense being as banged up as they are. All right, Frankie, I, I have a feeling that the game for you this week, you're going to go back to the auto fade, clearly based on everything that we've talked about. Once again, it doesn't matter how high the Miami Dolphins number is at home, you will likely take them minus the points against the Jets. I imagine that's where you're going to go for this pick. A hundred percent. I mean, I made the mistake last week of, you know, not sharing that as, you know, it's my best bet on the SI gambling feature. And I won't make that mistake again. I don't care what the number is. This is a perfect case in point. I envision that the Miami Dolphins will probably score first and they'll probably score a touchdown first. And as Dave knows, you know, working behind the book all the years that he has, you know, looking at that in running number, a game right now that you're only having to be demanded to lay a, a nine point spread right now. Once the Dolphins jump out to a seven point lead, that number in running will probably Probably go to 14 or maybe even 15, and you, so you're going to be getting tremendous. 16 value. and a half. That's where <laughs> it'll go. It'll go 16 and a half because uh, are the Jets coming back? They can't even score. If they get down, it's over. It's a wrap. Well, like I said, there's my boy Dave to back it up even further. <laughs> back up the truck, the lock of the week. It doesn't need to be expanded upon any further from my end. The New York Jets will get absolutely waxed this week. And the new and Miami Dolphins will win this game by 17 plus. If those people have, you know, there's there's certain books now across the country where you can actually make uh, almost like fire wagers. This is a game that I would actually step out upon if that was offered here in Las Vegas. I would actually look to be making a fire bet on the Miami Dolphins because I think you could actually be looking to make some good money. So if you're in a state where that actually applies, you may want to be looking at that because I'll tell you guys, I don't see how the Jets stay within, you know, two touchdowns, maybe even three touchdowns of the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins are going to be motivated. We know they hated their former coach, and we already got the – and you tie in the revenge factor of Ryan Fitzpatrick, who feels like he got a raw deal when, when the Jets moved on from him. And they may be right because, you know, we've seen the quarterbacking play. It doesn't matter who's under center for the New York Jets. And maybe Fitzpatrick would have been a better answer. Who knows? But I'll tell you right now, that guy's completing, what, 70% of his passes over the last three weeks. Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Dolphins will roll. Dave, is there any number that you would consider betting the Jets at in this game? Like, how how far up would it have to be 
for you to say, you know what, I, I can't not take the Jets in this matchup against Miami. So I said it earlier in the week in a tweet. You can call yourself a lot of things if you bet the Jets this season, but Sharp isn't one of them. <laughs> okay? And we had a guy on our podcast last night who I respect his opinion. He's been a nemesis of Vegas books for a long, long time, and he's one of the sharpest guys I know. He self-admitted that he has bet the Jets every single week this season. Wow. And he said if it gets to 10, he's betting them again. Wow. And I said, and I, said I don't believe that's the number. I thought he was playing me. I really did. And I said, Zach, are you serious right now? Because 10 doesn't seem like it would be the top. And he said, that's, that's where the order will come in. So if you're listening to this and you like the Dolphins, you can lay nine and a half. You can lay 10. You won't have to lay more than that. And then just wait for the game to start, like Frankie said, embedded in game. The Jets don't come back. They don't score. So if the Dolphins get out to a lead, that number's going to – if I was doing the in-game stuff, I would make it immediately 16 and a half, 17, give you an opportunity to grab the Jets right then. Because the total in this game is 47, guys. The Dolphins are good for 31. That's the number, 28 to 31. So you, you tell me that the Jets are going to score 21? I don't think so. I, I don't think they get to 21. That's the way I do it when I look at the numbers and look at the, the, the math and then, you know, kind of see where the line's going to go. Um, yeah, I, I mean, if, you, if you're telling me I have to bet this game and I have to bet the Jets, but I can pick my number to be fair, I wouldn't even consider it if we were – I mean, 14 is where the conversation starts, Ben. Like – that's the that's the place where I go. Okay, maybe you got me. Maybe I'll do it at right. fourteen. But I don't like it. I, I I don't like it. I mean, Frankie's been talking about how bad this Jets team is since the beginning of the season. With me, he's been on it. He's been saying it, repeating it, telling everyone that'll listen, and even the people in the back. He's speaking louder for all of them too. <laughs> like the Jets are the worst team in football. Maybe one of the worst teams. I went through the schedule, Ben. There's an zero and sixteen prop in places. They legitimately have a shot at going 0-16 for the season. I already looked at it. I can't find more than one win. It's not going to be this week. They're not beating the Dolphins in Miami. And guys, still- there's just one important, one important stat, guys. Just look at the numbers, just pure numbers. Like Dave said, they can't score. They've been outscored 161 to 75. Think about that. <laughs> In five games, they've been outscored 161 to 75. They've scored the least amount of points of any team in the NFL. And their defense is absolutely terrible. I believe, and I'm almost 100% right, I just have to check this real quick. Oh, yeah, that that is also correct. They're also, uh, no, wait, they're they're actually tied for second. The only other team that's given up more points on the season so far is the Dallas Cowboys at 180. <laughs> but their offense has scored 163. That's why the Cowboys actually have two wins. The Jets are an absolute train wreck. They are not staying within this number. Dave, you said the first number that would be there would be 14. For me, it would have to be 31 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> that's My the guy. only time I would think about putting money on the Jets. That's, that's <laughs> at Frankie underscore fantasy living in a non-existent reality to try and get the Jets at 31 and a half. It's still funny, though. I'll give you that. Not, By the not, way, it's not non existent because I guarantee you that number may exist on Sunday. You're right. In running. Yes. In running. 
Yes, 100%. It could absolutely happen. And if you want to jump on the Jets at plus 31 and a half, uh, listen, that's your kind of party. I don't know if that's necessarily for me, <laughs> but uh, I, I certainly award you for trying to make your life a little bit more interesting. By the way, over at DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet on whether or not the New York Jets are going to win a game this year, whether or not they'll go 0-16. Right now, yes, you can get plus 550, so five and a half to one if you think the Jets aren't going to win a game in a COVID-19 filled season. Uh, If you want to go on the no, it is minus 835. All right, Dave, before we wrap things up, let's go ahead and go to you. Frankie and I have already given our plays for the week. Is there one particular game, matchup, or prop that uh, you have your eyeballs on uh, ahead of week number six? Well, uh, last week I had been looking ahead to um, after Dak Prescott got hurt, I liked the Cowboys against the Cardinals. It's the Cardinals' third road game in a row, which is an automatic play in the past. Um, I would take the Cowboys. The advance line was three, Cardinals minus three. You were getting three points with the Cowboys. Went to two and a half. It's crashed. It's won. The game's going to close pick, so I got to get away from that. We can't talk about a line that existed and that I may have gotten you know, the first day that the game opened, that's another lesson for people that are listening to this. I mean, numbers are important. Teams are great and, and you know, stats are good. You got to really take good numbers if you want to come out ahead more than anything. So the other game that I'm looking at that I would say, yes, I really like is, is my Steelers uh, against the Cleveland Browns. I haven't liked Cleveland in years and I grew up in Pittsburgh and we were just trained not to like Cleveland at all. Cleveland is a nice place. Don't get me wrong. And I love the Indians. I really, they, I've adopted them as my American League team. But the Browns have won one time in Heinz Field. That's 20 years. They've been coming to Heinz Field. They've won once. They've won six times in Pittsburgh in 50 years. None of that matters. Not, those are nice stats. Those are nice numbers. What matters is three and a half. That's what the Steelers are laying this week. <laughs> and... Listen, I was on Cleveland two weeks ago in Dallas. I was on Cleveland last week against, you know, Phillip Rivers, who I heard a great line. They were probably better off with Joan Rivers, a quarterback, and she's no longer with us. You but get a lot Steelers funnier. minus three and a half. Yeah, Steelers minus three and a half. I think this number is going to be steamed up. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see it go up to four. Um, but I, I know the Sharps are looking to grab it. And I know that the Sharps have been on the Jets for five weeks in a row. Not afraid of the Sharps this week. I'd say Steelers minus three and a half is okay. All right. I like the call a lot as well. I know that uh, multiple of our SI gambling insiders have also gone on the Steelers at minus three and a half. That line has since moved to Pittsburgh minus four over at DraftKings Sportsbook uh, at minus 107. So you've already started to see some of that movement, Dave, uh, as you alluded to. Frankie, are you with Dave on this one? I know that you're right. You know, we've even talked about it as part of, uh, you know, SI Pro that a lot of the Sharps have been on Cleveland the last couple weeks, and now this might be the time to go ahead and get off the Browns, considering we're not sure about the status of Odell Beckham Jr. Baker Mayfield might be dealing with something. Same thing with Jarvis Landry. Uh, and yes, the, the recent history would indicate that this is not an ideal spot for Cleveland. But as Dave said, it's all about that number, and that number continues to climb. Yeah, and once again, I mean, as Dave alluded to, it's, it's obviously a divisional rivalry game. And on top of it, we're going to get a motivated uh, Pittsburgh team because I think, Ben, as we alluded to here on the show previously, um, you know, when we pointed out, you know, this could be the uh, – 
the you know a revenge factor for the Miles Garrett uh, incident that took place between the two teams. So I think that the Pittsburgh Steelers have a better team, and if they're looks like they're going to have that full complement of players, maybe even Deontay Johnson will be able to play this week as well. That's going to make uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers completely uh, packed on offense once again. And we saw what they did last week to the Philadelphia Eagles in the battle for Pennsylvania. I think that they're going to you know do. Uh, do just fine this week, and I believe that Dave is on the right side. That is actually a game that I myself have already wagered upon on my for myself. I've already laid the three and a half with Pittsburgh, and I think that is a great call as well. Actually, a bit of a bit, bit of breaking news over the last few minutes or so. Deontay Johnson has in fact been ruled out for Sunday against uh, Cleveland. Okay. So you got a little bit of information coming in, and. It's more of an opportunity for Chase Claypool to just go flat out ham again uh, against Cleveland and that secondary. So a lot of good stuff, guys. Uh, Dave Sherapan, he, uh, the sportsbook consigliere. Uh, where can people listen to the podcast, Dave? Where can they find you uh, across social media? Where can they uh, learn as we have uh, on this very podcast from you outside of the show? So on Twitter, it's at sportsbkconsig. And that is short for Sportsbook Consigliere. Um, the podcast is available anywhere you find podcasts, iTunes and Spotify. It's also a YouTube uh, feed that we put out as well. So you can watch the podcast, which apparently people like. I don't know why, but it's just <laughs> odds makers talking numbers and we're having fun. It's at GT Cash Consider on Twitter. But uh, the YouTube is available at Gaming Today as well. So you can find all that. We tell stories. I told a story this week on the podcast um, that, I mean, I told a story a month ago about having a stroke, and that was good. But then I had um, my first prostate exam, and <laughs> they, that story alone is, is, is worth just downloading the podcast and listening. Frankie, would you rather have a prostate exam or watch the Jets and not have to bet on the game? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I want to bet on the game. I want to bet on the game, so I'll be. I, I'll I'll let Dave stick to the uh, the um, oh boy. That that, that no, no, I don't even want to touch that right now. But considering like the cast how it is betting on the uh, against the Jets right now, I will choose. I don't care. I'll listen. I I'm actually getting enjoyment because I know that it's lining my pocket and lining it handsomely. I have never had this much own personal success outside of the uh, shop information in my life in the NFL. Thanks to fading O'Brien and Quinn and Adam Gase. I lost two of those three. I don't want to lose the other one, and I especially don't want to be doing anything with rubber gloves or anything like that. <laughs> just just remember, Dave, you didn't answer that because he does the show for the kids. Yeah, oh, right, the kids. And, 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 and real worry quick, about the kids. Yeah, listen, you guys want to talk about this. Dave will love this. Just real quick, you guys are talking about story time. In third grade, in my show and tell, I brought in a bookie slip. From my that my grandfather used to have me circle the games, and I, I. So you know when you, when I say kids, it's because you know kids like myself. I was involved with betting since the third grade. I was picking games against the number. You know the yeah. white the little the little white bookie slip. I mean yep. my parents my parent my parents were called into the school. It did become it did become an issue because I was talking about you know something that maybe the school didn't approve of. But let's just not say that you know when I say I want to keep it clean for the kids. You know today's a different age. If I would have had. <laughs> podcast available when i was eight i might have been able to win even more uh those same slips existed in my uh circle of people frankie i i remember those slips well yes three 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 out of three you know four out of oh, four yeah. five yep. out of five. Oh, yeah. Yeah. five oh. blues 
Ties lose. Yes, ties lose. Yep, ties lose, and they every game was three or seven back in the yes, day. Yes, every game was three or every seven. Game. Yeah. Yes. 100%. Yep. All right, well, I'm going to hey, go Jimmy ahead and G, Jimmy G just ruled uh, probable, by the way, and there's uh, a huge steam coming in on the on the Niners. Just uh, I'm watching my screen as we do this. It just came across, got the alert. Jimmy G confirmed probable for the game Sunday night, Ben. That bodes well. For your play. I like it. I like the fact that Jimmy G gets another opportunity to, to get himself healthy from that high ankle sprain. Guys, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, Dave Sherapan, the Sportsbook Consigliere, Frankie Fantasy. You can follow him on Twitter at Frankie underscore fantasy. You heard Dave's handle from before. I am Benny Heist. Thank you guys so much for joining us. It's the SI Gambling Podcast. Remember, for any plays that you did not hear over the course of today's podcast, the information that Frankie gets is fantastic, and you can find that information by becoming an SI Fantasy Pro member just by heading on over to si.com slash gambling. So whether you're looking for baseball, more NFL, college football, the horses as well, that's all available for you guys over at SI Pro. So for Dave Sherapan, for Frankie, I'm Ben. Thank you guys for listening. We are out.